0: to her dating and relationship secrets. Secret number 79, short and sweet. It starts with a a client of mine who was having a little bit of an issue with a new guy she was seeing. See, when they'd have conversations, she liked to be able to go back and forth and Look one another in the eyes and share a thought, and then hear him reflect his thoughts back, or at least say, Oh, yeah, mm hmm, okay, sure. Just that little back and forth, kind of like hitting a tennis ball back and forth over a net. But he did not tend to converse this way. He would either be very quiet, she would be speaking, or when he would speak, he would be bothered by her beginning to talk as if it were interrupting his train of thought. Well, what was really going on here is we had an internal processor paired with an external processor. Now look, that can work if they're both aware of their own style of processing and communicating. Let me explain. I, for instance, have grown up more as an internal processor. My sister who's nine and a half years older, was out of the house by the time I was eight. I spent a lot of time on my own coming home from school, kind of being like that latchkey kid with my own thoughts, reading, thinking, watching TV or playing video games or whatever I was doing, but I was in my own head, thinking, formulating thoughts. Later, as I began to communicate at school or other places, it would be more organized, speech or talking through talking points I already knew. You know, if I start doing a podcast even, I know what the topic is, but I don't need to sit down and write it out or have a script or even have bullets because in my mind, it's all there. It's organized. I know the four points I want to make when I begin. So when I began to see Anna, who is very much an external processor, grew up in a big fat Greek family full of Chaos and interruption, an and people talking over each other, but also figuring out your thoughts through that process by reflecting it and bouncing it off other people and them saying things, you saying things. It's kind of like a doubles game in tennis with lots of people hitting the ball all over the place. But she was much more used to that idea of not delivering a monologue, but of lots of short back and forth in between. So when our styles, got together, much like this client, it was the pairing of somebody who tends to want to take the lectern and deliver a speech, in my case, as Anna pointed out to me, she said, you know, you're not giving a lecture at a university, and somebody who likes to almost think out loud, right, to be processing her thoughts as she's doing her speaking, and for that to be a very collaborative, organic process. Only as we both began to realize that we had these two differing styles and through our empathy and respect for one another, wanting to really hear what the other person had to say, were we able to adapt each of our own styles a bit. Me learning through that caring, but really wanting to hear what she's expressing, being able to catch myself, curb myself from Going on too long with something, creating the space to allow expression, creating more back and forth, which it's funny because I have that mode that I switch into because I did it with my mom. I did it with my sister. I did it many times in my life, that back and forth. So it's there, but it wasn't my primary mode. I had to consciously shift into it. And for Anna, it was the ability to, even though she had bunches of thoughts popping in and and occurring to her, being able to be that deeper presence and listener to get through something more at length. I learned to shorten it up and go back and forth. And she learned to go deeper. And also our styles began to grow together to where she will explain in more depth and, and talk more at length. And I more and more will pitch and catch that ball back and forth. Different communication styles can come up whether you're meeting a person for the first time, out on a date with somebody and either feeling awkward that there's not enough conversation. This can happen when two internal processors get together because internal processors also tend to listen quietly. You know, We're taking it all in. We're compiling our thoughts on what we're hearing and maybe even our responses and what we would say back waiting till we have the floor again in a way. Although well-behaved internal processors can do that. Misbehaved ones can tend to want to uh, just talk over you or take over that conversation. External processors, when the two of you get together, it can be like two people trying to fit through the door at the same time. But ultimately what it comes down to is recognizing your style of thinking and communicating and listening and being able to create some space to try the other person's style. To understand it's nothing personal, it's just communication. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help. Because I'm on a mission to help 1 million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.